Hey guys, this is Stephanie Leaney just playing Arissa on Sci-Fi's Defiance and you're listening to TV Times 3. We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of... Hello and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 229. On this episode, we've got some news. We'll be previewing the 2014 summer TV schedule and then talking 24, Live Another Day, and Orphan Black, uh, plus a small reality check and some TV recommendations. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 229. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com, and this week we have joining us... I'm Kurt yeah. from uh, RedEyeChicago.com and ShowPatrolTV.com. ShowPatrolTV! Thanks for joining Kurt. us, Kurt. Thanks. Hello, Kurt. Hi. <laughs> yes, thank you for joining us. Kurt and I are back again. Together again. <laughs> yes. You've been warned. Because Jason headaches. Yes. Okay, so All what? Right. Well, I put down on the, that there is some news, and there was some, but I didn't put it on the... Oh, what's the news? I didn't put it on the outline. Uh, that's too funny. There was something that was canceled over the last week. I can't remember what it was. Um, Wasn't practically everything canceled recently? <laughs> yeah. No, but there was something... Uh, wow, this makes for the best podcast opening ever. Yeah, it's <laughs> We'll think about it and get back to you about what, what was canceled, because um, I don't honestly remember. Because I feel like nothing happened this week. Like I feel like there was no news, because it was like after everything had already been canceled and renewed and all that stuff. Yeah, that's And Dateable had huge ratings. Very excited about that. Oh, the Arsenio Hall show was canceled. Oh, is that yes. it? <laughs> yes, the... That's right. The Arsenio is Hall that show that was... That was uh, announced with the the appearance of Jay Leno as getting a second season. Mm-hmm. That uh, now they've decided, upon further review, not to pick that up for a second season. So that's got to be that's got to suck more than <laughs> more than just getting canceled. <laughs> like, yeah, I can imagine. It's you're all prepared to do another season <laughs> and you're ready to go, and then all of a sudden you get the announcement that you, oh, by the way. We're not going we to be doing wrong. this. By the way, we lied to you. It's sort of like getting the it's sort of like getting the back nine pickup and then getting the episode order cut type yes. of thing. I never watched Arsenio Hall when I was younger. I've never watched it now, so that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, say are you saying you won't miss Arsenio Hall show? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, I guess that all the you know the you know in syndication a lot of the a lot of the stations that were taking it weren't playing it like right after like their local news or anything. They were playing it later and into the night, and so it wasn't really getting uh, any prime locations. So it wasn't really doing even as possibly well as it could have been, uh, or in those better spots, it wasn't doing well at all. And so, uh, you know, if a Seinfeld rerun will do better for the local network, they're probably going to play that. Yes. So that's our news. Yes. yes, so uh, there was news. I knew there was something, which yes. is also uh, noticing the <laughs> the outline, the quickly uh, put together outline 
of why Amory took two times to get started is because it didn't say welcome to episode 229. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. it. There was nothing that said welcome. And I was so thrown off, I had to start over. She had to look around for what... <laughs> what I was supposed to say to actually intro the thing. Yeah, what episode is this actually? Uh, um, so <laughs> all yes. right. So, uh, like Amory said, uh, we had uh, some news. And now we'll be taking a look at the summer schedule. Uh, some stuff has uh, has started uh, already, uh, and we'll be talking about like twenty four uh, in the a little bit later. But to keep these uh, sort of special episodes going, we talked about the fall season two episodes ago, and last week we took a look back at the past TV season, and so now it's time to look ahead to summer. And uh, we'll start with Sundays. Uh, Sundays on the network side of things, uh, ABC will have uh, Wipeout and a new show Rising Star uh, on Sunday nights starting up June 22nd. Uh, CBS will have Big Brother uh, followed by a new show uh, Reckless. And what will this be, the third season of Unforgettable? Yes, All starting up on uh, June 29th. The way they played the last season, yeah, that's right. It's, it'll be the third season. And then uh, PBS has uh, Last Tango in Halifax and Endeavor and a new show called Vicious all starting up on June 29th. And then where all the TV magic is happening is all on the cable side of things where uh, AMC will have the series premiere of Halt and Catch Fire, which uh, starts actually tonight the day that we're recording here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is very nice. That's right, uh, June 1st. Uh, BBC America will have The Musketeers as of June 22nd. Uh, Food Network has the 10th season of Food Network Star starting up uh, tonight as well, June 1st. Uh, FX has uh, The Strain, new series starting on July 13th. Oh, that's going to air Sundays? I didn't even realize. Hallmark Channel has... Uh, the Return of Cedar Cove as of July 20th. HBO has uh, Tr- True Blood, the final season, and new uh, starting up on June 22nd. And new show, that'll be followed by new show The Leftovers as of June 29th. Uh, Lifetime has uh, Witches of East End returning for a second season as of July 6th. And right now there's episodes of Devious Maids that'll, f- in that... Uh, Last hour of prime time, and that'll change to new series The Lottery as of July 20th. What is that? It's, an, it's kind of a sci fi thing, I think. It's a, would you believe, a show set in a dystopian future. Huh. <laughs> but in this case, uh, where the human race is, uh, for whatever reason, is no longer able to reproduce. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, as a group of doctors or whatever finally after years and years of research, figure out a way to, uh, they, they make they, 100. They, they, yeah. They fertilize a hundred embryos and then, uh, the government or whatever decides to, uh, do a lottery, do a lottery on who the hundred women will be to carry. How have I never heard of the show? <laughs> so it could be called the 100 colon yeah. embryos. The 100. <laughs> uh, no, it would be called the hundred colon Showtime has a second season of Ray Donovan starting up on July 13th 
and that'll be followed by the second season of Masters of Sex. Uh, TNT has new series The Last Ship, uh, followed by Fall- The Return of Falling Skies on June 22nd. Uh, WGN America has Salem playing right now, and later in the summer has new series Manhattan, starting on July 27th. So, uh... All kinds of stuff. What what sounds for Sunday nights? What sounds good to you? What will you, what will you be watching, Kurt? Well, Home Catch Fire. I've only seen the first episode, but I liked it. Which starts tonight. Um, Lee Pace back on TV, which I love. Who I love. I mean, um, and for a show about computers, it's actually pretty, uh, pretty, uh, you know, thrilling. If you'd say a little bit. Yeah. Kind of thrilling. I liked it a lot. Um, also, I've seen some of Falling Skies. I've seen the first two episodes of that, which was, you know, good. The same as Falling Skies is, but there's new situations happening. Um, so that's fun. And the last ship I really liked that's going to be on TNT, even though it's everything about it sort of has been done before, but they're putting it together in a different way. And uh, Adam Baldwin's on there. And, uh, is that Rona Mitra? Yeah, Rona Mitra's in it. Yeah. Um, and she's good. She. Uh, do I need to talk about what it's about? I guess. <laughs> There's some <laughs> some uh, virus that is killing the entire world, and this this uh, ship that is captained by McDreamy, McSteamy, McSteamy. Yeah, right. Yes, okay. McSteamy. <laughs> and and. Uh, that Adam Baldwin is the first mate or something like that. Um, they take Rona Mitra, who's this doctor, to the Arctic, where she has to dig up, try to find the source of the uh, of the uh, virus. And uh, while they're there, the is when the world kind of starts dying, and um, from the, from the virus, and it gets much worse than they even anticipated. It moves a lot faster. So they're basically, quote unquote, the last ship. Which they aren't actually, because another ship, a Russian ship, comes to try to steal their. They think they have the cure. Uh, but that's that's from the show called The Last Russian Ship, and no, <laughs> no, I liked it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I liked the last ship. I haven't watched any of it yet. They're all sitting in a pile on my desk. Yeah, I, I like... think I'll watch that. I mean, it's got some, you know, it's good summer action. Right, you know, kind of show. Uh, it's got a lot of familiar faces in it, uh, you know, from from other things uh, that uh, I've liked in the past, and it's sort of an you know an interesting premise that you know they're this whole ship is sort of sent on a they think they're on a different mission, uh, and they find out what's really going on, and it turns out in the four months that they're gone that a lot's gone down. And they all kind of want to find out if their families are still alive. And yeah, they're you know, there's no communication and you know, no government because everybody died. Ugh, oh, so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> ah. Um, I'll be watching. I'll try that out. I'm definitely watching Hot and Catch Fire because I loved the pilot. Yeah. Um, Food Network star for sure. Even though I will not watch the winner's show as we've discussed in the past, I'll watch. <laughs> Food Network star. You just want to be able to narrow it down to what show you're not going to be watching. Exactly, exactly. Um, I like Witches of East End. I think it's just the, it's just good, soapy ridiculousness. I've been watching Devious Maids, which is also the same. True Blood I haven't watched since, like, season two. 
Uh, the Leftovers, I don't really know what it is, so I'll watch it just to kind of see if I can make sense of it. And then Falling Skies, I just, I really do love Falling Skies, even though it never changes. <laughs> you know, like they keep saying it's like this big thing. It's going to be something new or something different every year. Well, it, it never, never changes. It never changes, but it totally changes. Yeah. It's like, it's like the... In the in the period from the the end of a previous season to the next season, something has changed. Like, yeah, somebody will be older. Someone has a beard. Yeah, something big. Well, something big changes, so it, it puts them right back into the same situation of them having to try to figure out how to right to fight the aliens to to, to survive again. But yeah. uh, uh, and so the this show- season they they sort of get split up, which is the 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 new part of it. Like that core group sort of gets split up. So, but I don't know how long they're going to be split up. Yeah, they kind of get split up, and uh, the alien invaders seem to have a new, some sort of new plan that they're trying to figure out mm-hmm. what what mm-hmm. it is that they're up to. And oh, so, and that alien baby they had uh, has grown like by leaps and bounds. She's a young woman now. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I do like the show. I like the boys on the show. I like the people on the show. Yeah, if you like yeah. Falling Skies, you'll continue to like Falling Skies. It's the yeah. as they give you, you know, they give you what you like. Right. I'm also excited for the strain too. I guess. Oh yeah, me too. I'm a, I don't know. That's either on its way. I don't know. I have a pile of stuff. I don't know if I have that or not. No, it's not. It hasn't been sent out. Okay. Yet. So I was like, but I don't think I. They've done like five new pre and five new uh, preview clips every day, practically for the last month. Love it. But, it sounds um, like it's going to be terrifying. Yeah, it's the Guillermo del Toro book made into a TV show about a weird vampire thing. But they're not like the hot vampires. They're the really gross vampires. Like Nasferatu and stuff Wait, like no that. hot sparkly vampires? Exactly. Oh, man. And no, <laughs> and no teenage or college-aged vampires. Oh, good. I don't know if I can watch a show that doesn't have pretty vampires, Kurt. It's just scary, gross stuff. Um, and you know who's in it? You know who's the human guy in it is the guy, uh, Corey Stoll, the guy from... Uh, yes, from House of Cards. Yeah. I like him very much. Which will be good. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Sundays... I'm, I'm looking forward to more Halt and Catch Fire. Uh, I like the first episode. Uh, you know, it's kind of, a, you know, it's a period piece set in the 80s. Uh, but it... Uh, to me, unlike something like Mad Men, it actually had some pace to it. Lee pace. Double, double so. It had Lee pace <laughs> and it actually moved along and, uh, you know, kind of kept you, you know, kept you interested. It wasn't, uh, and so, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing more of that. Uh, I'll probably watch The Musketeers just because uh, some of those action-y, Adventure shows from uh, Britain or kind of, you know, like a Robin Hood or things like that have been. I've seen, I think, four of those. It's fun. I watched The Strain. Probably watched The Leftovers. That's the one where a portion of the population just all of a sudden disappears. And they think it was The Rapture. Yeah, some people think it's The Rapture. Some people don't know what's going on. And and based on the clips, it looks like various people and groups and things just start freaking out all over the place, and the world becomes a super uh, kind of strange place. Is Liv Tyler in it? I've only seen, like, the clips. It's hard to tell, like, yeah. who, who's in it exactly. Oh, um, what's-his-face is in it? Justin uh, Thoreau. Yeah, Justin Thoreau. Who I do love. 
So that, I, we'll I mean, see. it looks interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll check that one out. I'll watch uh, Witches of East End again. I, that show was just fun. Uh, yeah, and, it's uh, insane. It was and, fun. Yeah. But also, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. I like the the way they unfolded some of the story things and mm-hmm. a little bit different uh, take on on a witch's uh, show. Uh, I'll watch The Lottery. And then, as I mentioned before, uh, The Last Ship was uh, – I really like that. That's worth checking out, and uh, I think we'll partner with nicely with Falling Skies for you know kind of a yeah. nice action double header there on. Uh, That's too much Sunday, Sunday, Sunday nights. nights. It's a lot of Sunday. Oh, I. Sunday continues its tradition into the summer, as it did the rest of the season, with plenty to find, plenty to watch over the course of. Uh, at least things sort of start. At various times, you know, you, you get a few weeks with Halt and Catch Fire before you start adding in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Although right now, there's still, there's still you know, Penny Dreadful and Game of Thrones and all that other stuff okay. that's just about to come to an end. Um, PBS in the summer uh-huh. on Sunday nights has all kinds of good stuff. If you like those mystery kind of things, Masterpiece Mystery, the endeavors are really good, which is coming up. Um there's a law drama, The Escape Artist, right before Endeavor starts, that stars, The Escape Artist stars uh, David Tennant from Doctor Ooh. Who. Um, and then later in the summer, they have uh, the last five Agatha Christie's Poirot mysteries. And the guy who has played him for like 20 years, these are his last five. He'll have done all 70 of the Agatha Christie mysteries with wow. the Detective Poirot. So I'm looking forward to those, too. And that Vicious show stars, it's a comedy, half-hour comedy, stars Derek Jacoby and um, Ian McKellen. And they play these two gay guys who have lived together for 49 years. And they just bitch at each other all the time. But they love each other, and it's hilarious. I, wa- I wanted to just watch the first episode, and then I ended up watching all six. <laughs> like, all at once. Because it was so funny. And I thought it would get really tiring, just two old guys, just, you know, two old queens <laughs> bitching at each other. But it's actually really funny. And there's a Game of Thrones guy in that show, too, who plays their hot, young neighbor. Well, you can't get much better than a recommendation than that than you sat down to watch one and ended up watching all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, it's a half hour. It's just really funny. Anyway. All right, so that's Sunday. All right. That's Sunday. We move on to Monday. Uh, ABC has, uh, the bachelorettes already started up, uh, and that'll be followed by, uh, mistresses as of June 2nd. CBS will have a repeat of their comedies followed by the return of under the dome. On June thirtieth, also. Well, you are excited about that. Well, it sort of just rounds out the the night of comedy. Uh, the CW will have "Whose Line Is It Anyway?" episodes as of uh, June second, and then they'll have a new show, Backpackers, starting up on July fourteenth, and uh, also on June second, Beauty of the Beast fans will be happy as the final episodes of the season of this past season uh, will start playing. And then uh, later on, as of July 14th, uh, the CW Seed show Seed will uh, start airing there. Uh, Fox has MasterChef has already started up, uh, and that's uh, followed by 24 Live Another Day that started up. But later in the summer, as of July 21st, Hotel Hell will take uh, over the 24 time slot. 
Uh, NBC has Last Comic Standing, followed by American Ninja Warrior. And then over on cable, uh, A&E has uh, Longmire uh, starting up the third season as of June 2nd. Uh, ABC Family has uh, the third season of Switched at Birth, uh, or the middle, the second half of the third season of Switched at Birth, uh, starting on June 16th, and that'll be followed by The Return of the Fosters on the same night as well. Uh, FX has episodes of Louie playing right now. MTV has Teen Wolf uh, Season 4 starting up on June 23rd. And TNT has Major Crimes, uh, followed by a new show Murder in the First starting up on uh, June 9th. And then uh, way late in the summer, August uh, 18th, uh, uh, Dallas uh, reappears on the schedule. Oh, Dallas. Sort of a late summer early fall start. Is that a new season of Dallas or like the second half of a season? I think it's a new season. I can't. So season I, three? I think it's a new Maybe? season. I don't know. When I get lost in these seasons, especially when they're doing the, you know, like 16 episode seasons or whatever or something where they're only playing like eight at a yeah. at some period. Or like of time when they or, played four of Brazilian Isles and Perception in yeah. February. <laughs> Like, where do they fit? Yeah, where and you, and you forget uh, what uh, where what part of that season they are, uh, but I I think I think it's a new season starting up. Okay. I, say. I I just can't. It's like it's like I can't remember the last few episodes of Dallas that we got. I can't remember if those are like the second half of a season and, but it seemed like a weird time to have started the beginning of a season and then I don't know. The cable channels air stuff in such weird spots. Anyways, Amory, what's uh, looking good to you on Monday nights? I'll watch The Fosters, uh, Major Crimes. I'll probably watch Murder in the First because I like Kathleen Robertson a lot and Tay Diggs. Uh, Mistresses I watched off and on. And obviously I'll watch Master Chef and 24 until it ends. And I think that's it. Oh, I'll probably watch Under the Dome, but like... I'll let six or seven episodes pile up on the DVR and then go back to them. Were you watching The Fosters? Yeah, I love The Fosters. Did you mention The Fosters? The- mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the first thing I said. See, I was just totally paying attention to what you're saying, mm-hmm. Amory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The Fosters, I really... I, I, I ship very hard <laughs> for Brandon and Callie. Like I do. On every show I watch, I try to be a uh, non-shipper, but I can't be. I cannot be! How about you, Kurt? I'll watch what I didn't get to watch Sunday nights on Monday. (laughs) 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 Although I am watching 24 right now, but that's not, that's going to be over soon, so. Yeah. Um, But no, there's nothing on there that really gets me going. No. (laughs) No, nothing? I'll probably watch Under the Dome, at least, at least to see how the season starts. I, I don't know if I don't know if the the sort of unintentional comedy of it all will be enough to keep me watching through this whole season like it did last season. What are we talking about? Uh, Under the Dome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I'll, you know, I'll continue to watch 24 till this uh, season ends. Uh, Longmire, I uh, really like that show. Uh, first episode back uh, sets up some... Uh, gives you some information about uh, some of the overall stories going on and also... Uh, kind of sets up another mystery with well the how the previous season ended with the who shot branch 
Right. And I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of Longmire fans will. Okay, I'm sure. Uh, I'll uh, continue to watch Switch to Birth, the first episode back. Uh, See, to... That's what I do. Switch to Birth, I always put it on my DVR, and then I never watch it. And then I just delete it in chunks of like 12 episodes. Uh, it picks back up uh, basically the night of where the last episode ended. Oh, right. Bay and Emmett. Was it Bay and Emmett under a tree? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did watch that. A I little more that. than K-I-S-S-I-N-G? Yeah. Uh, they were F-U-C-K-I-N-G, guys. <laughs> 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 anyway. And on that note... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we laughed so hard. Uh, also, also watched uh, Teen Wolf... And uh, I like Major Crimes. I, I think they've uh, continued to do uh, good stuff there. Uh, and I'm interested in Murder in the First just because I'm a sucker for the murder mystery show things that are over the course of a season, even though tend to get, <laughs> tend to tend to end up being disappointed by the end, right. <laughs> like right. a glutton for punishment. But uh, I'm interested in uh, checking that one out. Yeah, the problem with that one is. Uh... It's like every week, okay, here's a clue, or here's a thing, let's follow this, this lead, and then that's not it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you know? the only, that's the only problem with shows where you know that it's going to take a, you know, a season to solve the thing, right. is that uh, you know the, a lot of the things they're following early on aren't going to... Right. And when they're trying to really get you with this is the thing... It's it's whether they can tie some of those things or people that they end up talking to or something into back into uh, the mystery later on. I guess is uh, we'll see. But I don't know. Like I said, glutton for punishment. I'll I'll check it out. And with that, move to Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. ABC has uh, extreme weight loss has started up, and that's followed by New York. That'll be followed by New York Med as of June twenty fourth. Uh, CBS has uh, reruns of their Tuesday shows. Uh, the CW has Famous in 12 starting up on June 3rd. I don't know what that means. Uh, you don't know what Famous in 12 is? No. Uh, come on, you're the reality person. I know, like, nothing about anything that's happening. I'm like, what is that show? You guys are so well-versed on that lottery show in Lifetime. I'm like, CF? <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Anyway. Uh, Fox has I Want to Marry Harry. Uh, already playing, and episodes of Riot. NBC has America's Got Talent, and that's followed by new show. Uh, the new, Night Show. New terrible show, <laughs> The Night hey, Show. Hey, it got great ratings. It got great ratings, though, yeah. Uh, uh, the stuff that people will watch. <laughs> you know why it's got hot doctors. <laughs> hot doctors doing stupid, terrible acting. It's uh, people, I don't know, people hoping for ER and... Well, it'll Watch be... Chicago Med when it eventually gets picked <laughs> yeah. up. It'll be interesting to see what uh, next week's ratings are, or this yeah. week's ratings are, yeah, that's uh, true. given what what they set up in the first one. Uh, over on cable Tuesdays, uh, ABC Family has Pretty Little Liars, followed by a new show Chasing Life, starting on June 10th. The El Rey Network has new series Matador, starting on July 15th. Uh, FX has new series Tyrant, starting up on June 24th. Uh, MTV has new series Finding Carter starting up on July 8th. A lot of comments about that. OWN has the haves and the have-nots has already started uh, playing. 
TBS has Sullivan and Son starting up on June 24th. TNT has Rizzoli and Isles, followed by Perception with a new season starting up on June 17th. And USA Network has Royal Pains, followed by uh, Covert Affairs. Royal Pains starts on June uh, 10th, and Covert Affairs returns uh, July 16th. So, Kurt, Tuesdays, anything uh, anything looking good, or are you still going to be catching up on Sunday shows? Uh, I might be still catching up on Sunday shows. <laughs> um, actually, though, I have to say, uh, El Rey Network, I've seen some of the previews for Matador, and I really liked when they did um, From Dusk Till Dawn or Dawn Till Dusk. What is it? Dusk Till Dawn. There you Dusk go. Um, it was like totally over the top and crazy, but it was real. It was a lot of fun. And this Matador is about a world-class soccer player who's actually a spy. Yeah, talk about it. All, I, like the, I like the twist on the spy thing. You know, who was also hot. Yeah. <laughs> so it has like. At least two things that turned me on. He's like a, he's like James Bond if James Bond was a soccer player. Yeah, I like spy shows and I like hot guys. So I will probably yep. watch that. Um, I'm gonna see what Tyrant's like because FX usually has really good shows, and that's like a show. That's like something that doesn't. It seems brand new. You know the What's the it premise. About? It's about a guy who lives here who is, uh, what is he? He's uh some kind of Middle Eastern background or something. And his dad, I believe, is the, yeah, is, is the, uh, the dictator or something of a Middle Eastern country. And he gets drawn, his family gets drawn back into that whole thing. Um, and I don't know exactly, but it, but it, it seems kind of interesting and like it could be cool. That so guy I'm was try in to... um, Hunted on Cinemax. Who was? The lead. Oh, yeah. Or was he? Who was he? Oh, was he her hot boyfriend? Yeah, he was like the um, her ex. That's also her baby daddy that she never told him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was. Yeah. So there's reason for me to watch it. Um, yeah. Yes. And then <laughs> I, I gotta say, you know, I used to watch the TNT shows on this night and the USA shows, and I just got tired of them. Which yeah, is sort of my so same thing with same uh, thing. my same. You know, that's sort of the same thing with the Monday night TNT stuff. Um, you know, cop shows. It's like, uh, same kind of thing all the time. So, anyway, I won't be watching those, probably. The I, end. however, will be. But they're also not shows I race to watch. So those are other, like, afternoons. on a, Like, Saturday afternoon, I'll probably watch four Resilient Isles that got backed up. Uh, Tyrant I'll watch. Just check it out. Chasing Life I haven't checked out yet, but I heard it's pretty good, so I'll check that out. Um, I have That's no idea a, if... Really huh? a show of a woman who has cancer. Yeah. Although, I have to say, I met her, the woman who plays her, last year at Comic-Con. Oh, that's at, that Leah, Italia. That's yeah, what I knew the name. At the, at the EW party, and we had such a great time. <laughs> that's a whole other story involving boobs. Um, but anyway, yes. So I should watch it because I liked her and she was fun. Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, that's okay. I was also just going to go on to say, Finding Carter, I've also heard it called Face in the Milk Carton. <laughs> Why is that because Face on the Milk Carton is about this girl who was kidnapped from a mall and sees Janie, she sees her name and her, she sees her picture on a milk carton at the lunch table when she was like 16. Finding Carter is about the same same exact thing. This woman, or this teenager realizes that she was, her parents are not her parents. And I was like, yeah, I liked it better when it was a TV movie starring Kelly Martin. Oh. Uh, so so probably, yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it, 
But uh, you know what? That's not true. I'll probably check it out to see what they do. But I was like, isn't that basically just face on the milk carton? So is this, um, Car- is this Carter thing a boy who finds out? No, it's experience? a girl. Oh. And then what is on Tuesday on the networks? I'm not watching. Yeah, not watching anything uh, on the the network side. One episode of the night shift was more than enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be watching. Uh, I'll continue to watch Pretty Little Liars. They just keep stringing you along. <laughs> I really like Chasing Life. Uh, the when you hear a show based on you know somebody that's uh, we there was the the show on uh, what was it on HBO or Showtime or whatever. The Big C. Yeah, the the. It's not like it hasn't been done, uh, but this is a, a little bit different take where you have uh, somebody you know younger in their mid-20s finds out they have cancer and what uh, – you know they're right at the start of their new job and – And dating and all that stuff. And all, this, all these types of things and you know what is that uh, going to do? And I really uh, – I, I really like the – you know, I watched the first three – you know, I sat down to watch the first one, and I ended up watching all three that were available. So, I, like like I said before, you know, that's kind of a, a pretty good endorsement. Uh, I'm really interested in Matador. I mean, that looks really interesting. I like spy shows as well. I don't even uh, know if I have the El Rey Network. Yeah, that's the, that's the only problem is is I don't have the El Rey Network. Oh, you don't? I'm really interested in that show, but, well... There is a channel on my Comcast box that says El Rey, but it also says not available when you go to it. <laughs> uh, and it's also only like standard definition and there's no HD version of it. But if you go to like the El Rey network page and type in your zip code, the only mm-hmm. thing it shows in our area as being actually available is if you have DirecTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the Seattle yeah, area. Yeah, it's mostly on those and I have DirecTV, uh, so... At some point in time, I'd like to see Matador. I probably won't be watching it over the summer unless, unless somehow that channel magically becomes available on right. uh, by mid July. Emery, what's your zip code? Uh, should I give that out over the air? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I can look it up myself. So. <laughs> I'm helpful. almost ready to give away like my. <laughs> Just trying to be helpful so that you can get. Uh... <laughs> Kidnapped. Uh, you need my phone number and my social too. <laughs> and, a, and a street address. And your street address, we need exact street address to find my out. My mother's if, maiden name <laughs> is. <laughs> all right, never mind. I was all ready to say it too. And I was like, Look wait. That offline. Amory, uh, if you could also throw in some credit card information, uh, including the three digit code on the back of the card, that'd be really helpful. Yeah. Uh, anyway. anyway. <laughs> Probably check out Tyrant. As Kurt said, that does sound interesting. It it sounds interesting because it sounds different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. not, you know, it's not another doctor, cop, lawyer show. Probably, uh, probably at least watch the first episode of Finding Carter, uh, as I tend to watch the first of most anything scripted. Yeah, I do too. Watch the first two episodes of Rizzolian Isles, uh, and if you like Rizzolian Isles, it's Rizzolian Isles. Do they deal with him? I didn't watch it yet. It's sitting in my pile. They deal with it at the very end of the first episode, and then the second episode takes place with them planning the funeral. Because oh, weren't they? They were probably filming this at the when they. No, they took a break and then went back to film this season, right? Yeah, I think so. If they. What are you talking? Uh, Lee Thompson Young killed himself. Oh yeah. 
in the middle of They filming. had the character uh, off on, on vacation. vacation. Yeah. And then they have him. He's supposed to be returning back. Uh, and uh, something happens and he, he doesn't make it back. Well, that seems like so long ago that that happened. Like, I know. Did they film way, way, way ahead? They film way ahead. Yeah, that's the other thing weird about cable channels is by the time stuff actually airs, <laughs> a lot of times yeah. they've almost filmed everything. And that'll be followed by Perception, which, I don't know, I might watch, I might not watch. It depends on... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds real uh, decisive. Well, Rizzoli and Isles and Perception are the... are. It's like back-to-back of just like mediocre TV. <laughs> it's like well-produced and kind of okay, you know, mysteries, but the... It, it, although you have, you do have a show that have... Uh, the basic thing about Rizzoli and Isles is that the two leads do have chemistry together, followed by right. Perception, where the two leads have no chemistry have no together. Have no chemistry at all. But yet the show is actually more interesting, while Rizzoli and Isles is sort of just your basic cop procedural. Right. Uh, so it's definitely an interesting couple hours of TV there. Um, and then I'll watch Royal Pains, and I'm definitely interested in Covert Affairs when it returns. They... They did, uh, they did one of those things where they really ratcheted up things in the last season. I'm interested to see where they go. I haven't watched that since maybe the third episode of the first season. <laughs> I'm, is it season five now? I'm very far behind. It's season, I I've lost track of which season they are. It's four or five because they air four episodes every three months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh. That's 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 Tuesdays, and we'll move on to Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, uh, ABC has comedy reruns followed by Motive, which has already started back up. CBS has Big Brother starting up on June twenty fifth. The limited special series Extant starts up July 9th. and then uh, the CW has Penn and Teller Fool Us starting up on July thirtieth, and uh, right now, well. For at least this week, there the hundred is still uh, playing. For this week and next week, there's two more episodes. Fox has "So You Think You Can Dance" has already started up, and NBC has "America's Got Talent" uh, on uh, Wednesday nights as of uh, July 23rd. Or I don't know, that's that sounds wrong. I may have the wrong date on that one. Sometime. Yeah, so America's Got Talent is already because it's already started. So the Wednesday night yeah. has got to start up. Uh, well, maybe that's when live shows happen because that could be when their second be. hour starts. I don't know. At some point, there will be more America's Got Talent on Wednesdays, <laughs> and that'll be followed by Taxi Brooklyn on June twenty fifth. Which is it a comedy? Is Taxi Brooklyn a comedy, or is it just another like drama about a cop, disgraced cop, or whatever? It's comedy. Oh. Is a comedy? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cop and Taxi Driver team up. I like Shyler Lee when she's able to do comedy. Who? Uh, the girl from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you narrowed it down to the girl from Grey's Anatomy. And Kurt and, said, oh, okay. And I know who she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the show that has, like, a mostly female cast, and you narrow it down to... All right, on the cable side of things, ABC Family has a new comedy, Young and Hungry, uh, followed by new comedy, Mystery Girls, starting up on June 25th. Uh, DirecTV has the second season of Rogue, starting has already started up. 
Uh, FX has the second season of The Bridge as of July 9th. Uh, FX has uh, Wilfred uh, playing back-to-back episodes as of June 25th. Final season. Uh, Look at us. We even think the same (laughs) blurbs. Final season. (laughs) Uh, TNT has new show Legends. Uh, and that'll be followed by Franklin Bash, and that starts up August 13th. TV Land has uh, episodes of Hot in Cleveland playing, and that'll be followed by a new show, uh, Jennifer Falls, as of... Is that Jamie Presley? Uh, yeah. Yes. As of June 4th. And USA Network has uh, Suits, followed by the second season of Graceland, uh, starting on June 11th. All right. Amory, anything on Wednesdays? Uh, yes, <laughs> probably. Is there anything that you will be watching on Wednesdays? I'll be watching, okay, Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> it's going to be the stupidest thing ever. I haven't watched it yet. but That's the mystery girls, right? Because yeah. they're, not, they're not young and hungry. No. Yeah. no, and that, the previews for Young and Hungry look so bad. Emily Osment looks awful but i'll probably watch it because i watch all of the all abc family comedies melissa and joey and baby daddy are hilarious to me i actually kind of liked young and hungry i mean it starts off really ridiculous but i don't know she was kind of super adorable but maybe the promos are just terrible which i wouldn't doubt it well they're pulling some of the quote-unquote best stuff from not a great you know necessarily it definitely has a lot of stuff that it has to like get out of the way to set up the premise for going forward. But I don't know, as ABC family comedies go, I don't know. It sort of fits in with like uh, on the level of like baby daddy. And I'm sure I'll love mystery girls, even if it's terrible. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I'll be watching motive because I like that show. So you think you can dance, even though Justin Bieber's involved this season. Taxi Brooklyn I'll check out. And then I think she already got this dog open. I think she's already cut a hole in the stuffed dog. Uh, Alert, alert. And what else? This is Wednesday we're talking about? Yeah, definitely ABC stuff. I'll watch Wilfred. Um, Legends looks interesting because I do like Sean Bean. I'm very far behind on Suits. And I'll have Graceland on the DVR. Oh, and Franklin and Bash I'll watch too. But but those Graceland, Franklin and Bash, they're all going to be shows that I catch up on over the weekend. Like, they're not need-to-watch-it-now kind of shows. They never have been. They never will be. Sorry, Mark Paul Gosselar. How about, yeah, how about you, Kurt? I'm not much of a comedy person, especially bad comedies. <laughs> I would look like they'll be bad comedies. So, <laughs> probably none of these comedies, but I will finish Wilford because that's my, you know, my thing. My yeah. show. I like mean comedies, I think. <laughs> um, because I'm mean. Which, so, yeah, which is why you love Vicious so much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's the few and far between comedies I like. But anyway, uh, let's see. What else? I will watch the Halle Berry show, Extant, because that oh, sounds yeah. very interesting to me. Woman comes back from, what, six months in space? Or no longer in space, and she's pregnant, which means somebody in space got her pregnant, but she was alone on the spaceship yes. or yes. whatever. Um, 
So that'll be weird and fun and cool, and uh, we'll watch. And that, that kid who plays her, um, her son, yeah. was in Looper, and he was oh my god, he was chilling and amazing in Looper, and I, so I'm happy. I'll be checking this out to see how he does in the show. Right, right. Um, I uh, will watch those two. Did you watch I'll, the bridge? I watch. I did watch the bridge, but I still have like four episodes to watch from the first season. But I'll probably. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be caught up with that by then. Um, I have like 11 episodes to watch. I may have, then, I may have 13 episodes to And watch. then I'm also excited for Legends because I like Sean Bean and I like spy shows like we already talked yeah. about. Do we think um, that Sean Bean's going to die in this too? <laughs> no, I, I, in fact I read somewhere that he definitely doesn't get his head cut off in the first season. Because he dies um, everywhere. Yeah. He, Sean Bean dies anytime he's anywhere. Yeah. Except and remember he was in that show Missing or whatever and he wasn't dead. We thought he was dead. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and Suits and Graceland are another two of the shows that I sort of was into, and then I just kind of lost track. And yeah, that's how I was thread. with Suits this season. I just yeah. didn't get um, ca- I didn't start on time, and then didn't get caught up. And, and who's the kid in Suits? Patrick Adams. Yeah. Oh my God, he was so great on Orphan Black. I enjoyed that he was on Orphan Black. I know it was so good um, because he's a fan, and he was like going to be on the show, and they were like, "Yes." Well, and he, you know, he's up there in Canada anyway, so. Um, I think he's from Toronto, where they film. Yeah, it's always interesting when you see somebody from other because sh- these shows shoot, you know, these twelve to sixteen episode seasons. So it's not like they don't have some free time to do other things. Right. Right. Uh, right. So when they when they appear as guest stars or in small arcs or something like that on on other shows, it's always interesting. Uh, yeah, suits for me. I, I I really like that show, but for some reason, something about the second half of the season didn't really. Uh, catch me! I still have the last four episodes that I need to, you know, catch up on to see where they're at to see if I keep going with the the show. Uh, Graceland, I liked. I liked the first episode back uh, and what they uh, the, I si- the, the situation they set I up there. I haven't watched a single like screener for like a month, <laughs> except maybe one show. They're just stacked in piles on my desk. Way to prepare for the summer preview, Amory. Yeah. Yeah, way to go. Maybe that's why I, I didn't know what half night. the shows were. I stayed up all night last night, so I would be <laughs> I stayed up all night last night, too, but I wasn't watching TV. <laughs> I was out dancing and drinking oh, and oh. being myself. You're such I a loser. I am. <laughs> Trying to get prepared early for Comic-Con? Absolutely. I got to get my body prepared for a weekend of Froyo and Booze. Uh, I am looking Living forward to Legends. Live in the dream. Again, another spy show with a you know kind of a interesting twist. Uh, I'll probably watch the bridge. The, you know the first show, the first season was pretty good. I like the I like the two leads, and you know they're. I do like Demi and Bashir a lot. Uh, so that that that'll probably uh, probably watch that again. Uh, Franklin and Bash as well. You know what though? I realized I may not have watched the whole last season of Franklin and Bash. <laughs> Well, it's not exactly a show that you, you can't just jump right back into. Yeah. Uh, I'll be. I'll continue to watch Motive. I like that show just because they take a completely different approach to the standard mm-hmm. the way a procedural plays out. What I like, I talked to. Um, I talked to Kristen Lehman from it, and she's like, you know, we are a procedural. We're not going to pretend we're not. That's what we do. We're a procedural, so we have to do certain things. And we have to make it a little bit more interesting. And I was like, you do. And then I lost the recording and I was sick to my stomach. And then I had to pay someone to repair the recording because it got corrupted because I pushed the wrong button. But it all worked out. 
And Kristen was lovely. She was like, we can record again if you want. And I was like, I would hate to do that because then all of your answers would sound canned. But then it all worked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the that's the only thing. Yeah, that would be terrible with a, a re-recording. It would sound a little more perfunctory as you're yeah. going through a little less. Uh, I love the guy who she stars with, too. Yeah, he's great. I forgot. I didn't realize he was in Breaking Bad. I just got finished Breaking Bad. Yeah, he and, was in Breaking uh, Bad. But he was also in... Um, you know, Stargate. the last great sci-fi show, which was uh, Stargate Universe. Are you serious? Yeah. He's sort of the actor du jour in Canada. He shows up in everything at some point. Yeah, he is in a lot of stuff in <laughs> that's Canada. That's produced in Canada. And then uh, Extant, uh, definitely interested to to watch that. That looks very interesting and hopefully will be better than the other series CBS is playing. And you are really upset against Under the Dome. Like you yeah. really <laughs> Did you Under the Dome? It's like I'm trolling really funny to you. It's like I'm trolling for Under the Dome fans to uh Yeah. To, 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 come out to, to and... respond to, to my digs at Under the Dome. Oh my god. Uh, it's going to be silent. There's going to be like four Under the Dome fans. <laughs> All right. Thursday. ABC has the quest starting on July 31st. That's a reality show, right? Yes. And right now they have uh, Rookie Blue uh, playing, followed by Black Box. Uh, oh my god, the worst show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Which, didn't that also get kind of good ratings at first? Did it? I thought of the first week that got really good ratings, I too. Think, and then it just I think it did, did okay, kind of because it was follow, you know, it was following the, the end of Grey's Anatomy. Uh, yeah. Sort of got a little bit of a boost, but I don't think it's done so much since then. Yeah, because it's terrible, and her accent is awful. Uh, CBS has Big Bang and Miller's reruns, followed by uh, the Thursday edition of Big Brother, starting up on June 26th. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, Fox has uh, Gang Related, that's already started. Two episodes have aired, and I'm two episodes behind. <laughs> and NBC has... And you've missed two episodes of nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually really like Gang Related, but anyways, uh, Hollywood Game Game Night. Hollywood Gang Night is a new yeah, show. Hollywood Gang Night. That would be <laughs> that would be a show I'd watch. That NBC doubles the ratings with new show <laughs> Hollywood Gang Night. Uh, <laughs> and right now, that's followed by uh, Undateable, which started on uh, this uh, this past week, May 29th. and later on, it'll be. Uh, in that spot, there'll be uh, Welcome to Sweden and Working the Ingles uh, comedies playing as of July 10th. And then they close out the night with the uh, last comic standing. And then uh, Cable uh, FX has new show uh, Married, followed by new show You're the Worst on July 17th. Uh, Sundance has the, I believe it's the second season of Rectify starting up on June 19th. Sci-Fi has the second season of Defiance, followed by new show Dominion, starting up on June 19th. And USA Network has uh, two new shows starting up. Uh, Rush, followed by Satisfaction, starting up on July 17th. So, Amory, any any Thursday shows? Uh... You all know I'm watching Undateable because my loves are on it and involved in it. And um, so that's one show I'm watching. Uh... Hollywood Game Night I watch, and I like. And Last Comic Standing I've enjoyed this season uh, so far, so that's on my list. And then on the cable side, I'll probably, I mean, I'll check out both of the USA shows because 
like Kurt was saying, how he, he just kind of gets tired of them or he doesn't they doesn't doesn't need to watch them anymore. When they start, they're usually really good, and so the beginning is probably going to be good. And Matt Passmore's pretty, so I like him. Married, that's Matt Faxon, right? Judy Greer. I'll absolutely watch that because I watched two of them and anything. And then You're the Worst, I'll probably watch because I watch FX comedies, though. I wonder why they're not FXX comedies, but I feel like (laughs) FXX is going to go away. I feel like FXX is going to disappear in the next two years. What was the point of it? Yeah, Cancel everything on it except It's Always Sunny in the League, which, fine, two of my favorite shows, but that's the only new shows you have on that network. Yeah, and then when they and then when they start stuff, things that sound like they should sort of yeah, these two shows should be FXX shows. They're not anyway. Well, such an anger, such an anger management. I mean, yeah, yes. Anyway, I don't know. A a show with the title "You're the Worst" sounds like something Kurt might be interested in. Uh, I might be. Is that the one with Kelsey Grammer though? No. No, that's the one with Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence are teaming up, right? That's gonna be yeah. That's yeah. That's gonna be one that they're gonna try and. Put in the next, you know, with like an anger management, one of those 1090 deals. Yeah, it is. Like they so tried with the George Lopez yeah. show. Yeah, so that hasn't gone yet. Okay. All right, so am I up? You're up. Go, sir. <laughs> um, I might watch. I might watch those. I'm not quite sure if I. Comedy. Well, yeah, you're the worst. I have written down here comedy about toxic relationships. <laughs> and you have it circled with a heart around it, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so I'll probably check those two out, Married and You're the Worst. Um, my Thursday nights will be devoted to Rectify on Sundance, which the first season I loved. It made me sad. I didn't watch it. It was so good. It's about a guy who has been in prison for basically half his life almost. Former um, Sons of Anarchy Sheriff Link Potter. Yeah, and he was on death row, and then new evidence, you know, gets him released, but then he goes back to his hometown, and and everybody still thinks he did it, and and there are some people in the town who still want to prove he did it, although Mm -hmm. my suspicion is that they did it. And oh. they want to prove he did it so that they don't get put so in jail. So that they don't get caught, right. Yeah. And it was just so, it was kind of slow and quiet and sad. Abigail Spencer, and a, right? And a lot, what? Abigail Spencer's in it? Yeah, I think so. And I'm a lot sure. of it had to do with him just feeling the sun on his face and touching grass with his feet, you know, walking in the grass and everything. It was so great. Um, and at the end of it, he got the shit beat out of him by the townspeople when he went to the grave of his old girlfriend who everybody thinks he killed. Um <laughs> And so I don't even know if he's still alive, but he must be if they have a new season. Yeah, he must be if he's the star of the show and it's a new season started. Yes. Or there's um, a bit of a sci-fi twist to the <laughs> supernatural um, twist. And I watched the uh, I watched Dominion, the first episode they sent out of that, and it's just <laughs> it is just not really that great. I'm so mad that Anthony Head has to use. An American accent. Yeah, and he just, he's, uh, it's just, it's not very well written or anything, but I'll probably watch it for a while, just because, you know. That Chris Egan from Kings. It, it, yeah. It also, it also felt like you actually needed to have seen the movie. The movie. Well, they have to do a whole thing at the beginning to explain the whole setup. Of the of the first episode, that I do this whole, you know, and this year the angels came, or God disappeared, and the angels came down, and you know they have to explain all kinds of crap. Yeah, which is the things you sort of have to like remember, but maybe you would remember if you've actually seen the movie. Right. Um, so there's know. some 
fights in there and some good stuff like that. But um, so I'll probably watch that at least until I get tired of it. And I'll try out Russian Satisfaction too because you're right, they're good until you. I mean, they're always USA shows are always well done, and they're still well done even if you get tired of the yeah. same. Unlike it's the same old thing, you know. Um, although Rush seems a lot to be basically the dramatic version of that other USA show, yeah. Royal, Royal Pains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 LA. Uh, it's somebody went, you know, Royal Pains is doing really well, and I really like the Mob Doctor. So if we could combine those two things together, even though the Mob Doctor was terrible, but it's it's like that. It's like, uh, yeah, it's basically Royal Pains if. He was after he got uh, uh, released from the hospital. He also lost his 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 license to practice medicine and went right. and decided right. to uh, just uh, uh, work, uh, you know, sort of the back streets and for whoever right. would pay him money to be secretive. And there's one show you didn't mention on Thursday nights that is coming July 17th on VH1, and it's maybe a reality show I'll watch. It's called Dating Naked. Men and what? women. Men and women date their naked suitors. Um, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's, it's. I think there'll be a lot of uh, black bars and. Yeah, that's and, the yeah. that's the only <laughs> thing about the show is like I guess you'll get the, the sort of maybe the awkwardness of of the situation, but you're not really going to see anything. It, it definitely sounds like a show that should be playing on Cinemax After Dark or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Or maybe like uh, maybe maybe they could do something like that, like Big Brother does with the the yeah. you know like on Showtime with the mm-hmm. after hours uh, camera or whatever. Uh, maybe they could uh, team up with somebody. But yeah, Rush definitely looks like you know a twist on Royal Pains. But you know, probably watch Is Jason O'Mara in that one. He's in one. I gotta look it up. And uh, Satisfaction. Uh, I like Matt Passmore. Well, that's the one about he, they're married and start an affair or something like that. Well, yeah, the, yes. the guy finds <laughs> comes home early to find his wife uh, with somebody. He, tr- he sort of tracks that guy down, finds out that he was hired as a gigolo. So there's a show I can't believe still exists. He ends up uh, he somehow ends up with the guy's phone and uh, gets a call and then decides to take the call. And then sort of starts to, like, take over the guy's business. <laughs> or, uh, so, you know, it could be interesting, but also sounds like a show that, like, if it was on, uh, didn't, like, Showtime or HBO do this show? <laughs> sort what, of. Yeah, there was. Yeah, Hung. Yeah. You know who was in that, Amory? Thomas Jane? No, the other guy. Arrow. Yeah, Stephen Amell. Oh, yes, he was. Our buddy Stephen. <laughs> And then, uh, as you mentioned, Dominion, uh, I don't know, the, a lot of the stuff that's set up in the thing is sort of like the these warring houses. It, it, it also it feels sort of like Shakespearean uh, in the, what they're trying to, to set up. I don't know. I thought you were still talking about the USA shows, and no. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I moved on no, to – I, I moved on to Dominion, and it, it wasn't it, – it wasn't as good as I was hoping – uh, yeah. it, it would no, be. I freely admit it's not very good, but yeah. I'll probably watch at least a couple episodes. I, I, I probably I'm give it a couple episodes to see. You know, like well, I mean, you did watch Helix. So. What it what it works into? Oh, it's way worse than Helix. <laughs> That's not voting well. 
the future of me in the show. Uh, Defiance. Uh, I'll, I'll continue to watch that in the second season, even though while they set up some what I thought as they went to the end of the first season, they they set up some interesting things. They don't really pay those off in the first three episodes. They still continue to string you along, which uh, is is kind, of, is kind of annoying. I'll check out the new comedies on FX, even though me and FX comedies don't necessarily always uh, do <laughs> do well together. Uh, except for like Louie. And then uh, I'll continue to watch Undateable. I like the first couple episodes of that. And uh, I like gang related, even though nobody else does. Not just on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> it pretty much in general. Based Anywhere on the in the world. <laughs> um, Undateable gets better, I should point out. I'll have to try that out. I, haven't even I feel like I have it. to say that because Bill was saying it, but I really liked it. And then. But you've seen the first six, right? I've seen the first six and I love it. Because I, which is I annoying that they it, did that NBC hasn't put those out on their screener site. Um, I hashtag TV blogger problems. Yes, I <laughs> think I may like it more. And I think I said this because I love the people involved in front of and behind the camera. Um, but it's also they are so their chemistry is so good because they're best friends in real life. Like it's all real things. Anyway. Okay. Anywho. All right. So, Undateable, definitely check that out. Oh, yeah, Welcome to Sweden, too. That might be a... Oh, that looks interesting. Greg Poehler, right? Comedy that looks funny. Yeah, what? yes. It's Amy nice Poehler's comedy brother, that right? looks funny to Kurt. Yeah, it's Amy Greg Poehler. Yeah. And he, it's like his real-life story, because he moved to Sweden for a girl. Well, and it, and it just seems... I mean, it kind of fits my, my thing, because it's basically they make fun of Swedish people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As long as as long as somebody's being made fun of, Kurt's on board. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And on that note, we'll move to Friday. Not a lot happening on on much of any uh, anything on uh, Fridays, except for NBC has Crossbones, which started up this past Friday. What a weird show. Uh, which is which is not good. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> and and it, it stars. You know, it stars John Malkovich, and it's got you know, it's pirates, he's got seven accents, and it, it, you know, some of it sounds interesting until you actually watch it, and then you totally see like, uh, as as opposed to something like Undateable, Crossbones totally feels like something that should be burnt off in the summer on a Friday night, you know, type yeah. of thing. It is, but I have to say, it is fun watching John Malkovich in anything in general, yeah, because. It's sometimes like he's not in the same production that everybody else is. <laughs> <laughs> and that can either be in the good, the good way or the bad way. You right. know? And while normally I don't have, I usually don't have a problem like seeing people in like new roles. Every time I see Richard Coyle, I still think Jeff from Coupling. So that that one's for some reason that one's not. He's not really uh, coming off as sort of the super spy of his <laughs> of his day. I don't know. It's, but yeah, not 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 good. Uh, over on uh, cable, Cinemax has new show The Nick starting up uh, August eighth. Uh, Sci-Fi has Continuum continuing to play for the next few weeks, and uh, TBS has a new show uh, Funniest Wins starting up on June twentieth. And then uh, lastly, Netflix has Orange Is the New Black second season dropping yes! on June sixth. Cannot wait. You have to wait. 
At I least know. until June 6th. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. That you just can't and hide I it. just hide it. Oh, the Pointer Sisters. Welcome to the podcast, the Pointer Sisters. What All is right, the so the Nick is about a hospital. Oh, is this Clive Owen? Yeah, Clive Owen plays a doctor in a New York hospital in the early 1900s, I think. Late 1800s, something like that. And it's apparently a lot of really nasty primitive type surgeries and stuff like that. And drama. Oh, the drama. Yeah. So I would probably check that out. But the rest of Friday night, I might just be... I might just be out drinking. Yeah, Friday nights <laughs> on the summer is either, yeah, go outside <laughs> or catch up on some stuff. Uh, go catch lightning bugs. Yeah, from the from the rest of the, from the rest, probably check out the Nick. Uh, I'll continue to watch Continuum for the last few episodes. Uh, I like that show. And I need to catch up. I still haven't watched the first season of Orange is the New Black, so. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I need to. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't finished that, actually. I need, to, I need to catch up with that so I can watch the, the So much season. TV. But yet, <laughs> plenty, you know, Fridays are open, so I could, yeah, I could watch definitely Orange watch watch a few episodes a night and catch up in, a, in no time. In a heartbeat. All right. Uh, lastly, closing out the week, Saturdays. Uh, ABC has Bet on Your Baby and Sing Your Face Off that started up last night as we were re- recording. Uh, <laughs> uh, the titles make me laugh anyways. And uh, Fox will have primetime MLB games. And then on the cable, uh, Stars has a new show, Power, starting up on June 7th. And then later in the summer... Outlander, Outlander, starting up on August 9th. Which I don't know what Outlander and is. And then also coming in August, Doctor Who, with the new Doctor Returns. Yeah, what's that the new They still haven't said exact date, right? They just say August. Yeah, they just say okay. August, so sometime in August. Okay. I don't know how I feel about the new Doctor. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be very old school. It's for the old school, you know, older Doctor lovers. Yeah. It's the first time in the modern era it's been an older guy. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, well it's they've true. kept they've kept getting like younger and younger. I mean mm-hmm. the if they would if they were to kept in that, you know, like the new doctor would be a teenager in this next Right, round. exactly. Well, you, which wouldn't be surprising, really. Yeah. What is Outlander and why are people so excited? All right, about let it? me tell you about Outlander. I know all about this. Yes, please tell me. Ready? Yes. Okay. Outlander is a series of books. And they are sort of romance, history, time travel books. And they're wildly famous. Like, you, you, there's Outlander fans all over the world. Um, and this is the adaptation of those books. And um, the, the lady who wrote the books is named Diana Gabaldon, something like that. Gabaldon, I think, how did you say it? Um, Gabaldon? Yeah, so it's about this 19... 19- this World War II British nurse who, right after the war, she's with her husband there in Scotland uh, doing something on vacation or visiting or whatever, and they go to these old Scottish tombstones or some rock or some sort, you know, and um, she touches it and gets sent back in time to the, like, 1600s, I think, Scotland, and, um, and she gets... Uh, 
sent back in time, and the Scottish are fighting the British, and her husband, her 1945 husband's ancestor is like this really cruel British soldier who is fighting this really hot Scottish guy who wears a kilt and no underwear underneath. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, And that's why it's called Outlander. And his name is Jamie Fraser. And they sort of fall in love, but she's still trying to figure out how to get back to her own time, but she, you know, there's no way you can figure that out, you know? Nobody even knows time travel exists back then. And, um, so it's sort of her adventures back in time and, uh, her love affair with this guy, Jamie Fraser. And, um, he is a strapping young lad. The guy who plays him is very good looking. Yeah, that one sounds interesting. If we take it down to the base, the base <laughs> reasons I'll be watching. Because of the naked guy under his kilt? Yeah, what's his name? Yeah. The guy who plays him? He's some Scottish actor. He's really a, yeah. And then I watched the first episode of Power, uh, which didn't seem. Were you kind of bored, like I was? It, it didn't seem all that interesting until they finally, at the end, get to what the story is actually going to be going forward. I mean, they take a really long time to get to, so much so that I was like, oh, I should have seen that coming. Like as soon as she was, <laughs> as soon as she says what she does, you should you should sort of see what's coming. Uh, but it wasn't until the very end that uh, you get the uh, the twist on that. It, yeah, it I don't know it it didn't do a whole lot for me. It seemed very standard. And hey, we're tough guys, so we use uh, we we say <laughs> you know, we say bad words to each other and shoot people. Uh, and, uh, I don't know it. I'm, I may watch a couple more to see, you know, where it goes once they, once you now know what really they're going for. Although what they're end up going for is nothing new. Uh, right. that that's not like, uh, it's not like a storyline we haven't seen before, uh, and not exactly a new twist on it, uh, which is sort of the thing that, uh, I like in, in shows is there's not a lot you can do new. But there are different ways and new approaches and mashups of approaches to come at things so that it feels new. And uh, this show doesn't really didn't didn't really do that for me. So mm-hmm. so yeah, Saturdays. Saturdays. Looking forward to Outlander uh, at the end of the summer and Doctor Who as well. But uh, I'm hoping Outlander will be really good because um, it has a lot of good things going on in it it has a built-in that's the beauty of it for stars it has a built-in fan base who was who the fan base is very happy with the people they cast to play their their heroes you know so to speak in the eight books that have been released already you mean the internet didn't lose their crap <laughs> no they, they're like all happy about it and everything the and the, a... and the uh the author who is very opinionated i saw a thing with her Linda Hyman, and uh She's very happy, too, so it'll probably be a big hit for them, even if it sucks. To further our summer TV preview, June 21st on BBC America, a docu-comedy called Almost Royal, where these two actors play British aristocrats who visit the U.S. I previews for it, but I didn't know what it was. And it looks really funny. Like, they are just clueless people. Um, June 27th, all the... Uh, Millennials will be up for this. Girl Meets World. 
But yeah, that's right. I've totally forgot I about that. I am excited about Girl Meets World. Yeah. Um, that's the Boy Meets World cast all grown up with their own kids. July 11th, Hemlock Grove, season two on Netflix, which was the, uh, what do you call that? Werewolf slash weird people yeah, show. I, yes. I, I, I tried to put that one out of... <laughs> out of your, mis- out of out of your misery. misery. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one, The Hot Wives of Orlando, which is a spoof, a parody. Um, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, who just got married to the Happy Endings uh, creator. David Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be on Hulu Plus July 15th. July 30th, Sci-Fi, Movie of the Year, yeah. Tornado 2, the second one, is on. That's right. Yeah. And and so, you know, there's a third one coming, too. Yes. So you won't be left hanging at the end of, at of, the, end of the second one. But how many times can you chainsaw your way out of a shark? I don't know. We'll find out. True. Sundance Channel uh, or Sundance TV now it is has a mini series with um, what's her face Maggie Gyllenhaal called the Honorable 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 Woman starting July thirty first. Eight part mini series follows women's journey from London's Whitehall and MI six another spy thing to the CIA to the Middle East to right the wrongs of her family's past. Sounds good. Um, August 1st, Netflix, season three of The Killing, if anybody cares. August 4th, FX, the partner's comedy that I was talking about with Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence starts. And August 8th, on Pivot TV, Pivot, on, you get Pivot? Um, Please Like Me. I don't get it, but I know that it exists. Please Like Me, which is a half-hour comedy about this gay kid who, uh, well, the first season he came out, um, although everybody else knew he was gay, but he didn't. Um, and it was really, really funny. And his mom tried to commit suicide and uh, he had all these other issues to deal with. Anyway, season two. It's Australian comedy. Starts August 8th. Okay, I'm done. Cool. <laughs> all right. So that's, uh, that's a look at what's coming this summer. And uh, we'd love to hear what shows you're looking forward to. Uh, what new shows or returning shows you're looking forward to this summer. So. Hit us up on email at feedback at tvtimes3.com. On it. Prime time. Running together. All right. Our first prime time show is 24, Live Another Day, Season 9, Episode 5. Day 9, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. These events occur in real time. Um, When are they going to make a time jump? I don't know. I've been waiting for that, too. Uh, I have to say, I'm just loving it. I am loving having Jack Bauer back. Me, too. Yeah, I I like oh, having great. him back. I like uh, Ivan and Str- Strahovski as mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of the the female His Jack new Bauer. ally. Yeah, she could take it. She could be the new Jack Bauer. She did. Yeah. She did. It, it would actually be. I would watch that show if the, yes. if uh, the next edition of Twenty Four had her as uh, yes. even if you know, or at some point down the line they. So they'll call it twelve. <laughs> but I I like her. I it. They always have to have, you know, the the character that's just like thinks outside the bureaucracy of things yeah. that is not just like trying to cover their ass in every situation, uh, and that that's sort of the Jack Bauer. So she's, you know, in that role in the, you know, in the entrance. And side she's got her things. own Chloe and that little guy. Yeah. <laughs> the, okay. This episode. That's true. Really, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah. Right. She's got her own Chloe. 
and I guess Benjamin Bratt is their Bill Buchanan, right? <laughs> like, right. I'm like recasting the show. Um, Although I thought he was going to die this last time. I did too, but then I was like, I actually said to my dad, my dad comes over and watches 24 with me. And um, I was in the kitchen. He was in the living room. I was like, oh, this is where Benjamin Bratt dies. <laughs> and he didn't. Um, Hannah, my dog. Okay, this I'm interrupting the story of 24 because I had a plate on a tray table next to my couch that had chips on it. I turn around and my dog is sitting on the couch eating the chips off the plate from the tray table. But I'm not going to yell at her because I'm ignoring her to podcast. That scene with Audrey and Jack. You guys. I will ship Audrey and Jack until the day I die. I will ship them until the day I die. I love them. You're such a romantic. I know. Well, Kim Raver, she deserves good, good, what's the word I'm looking for? Material. (laughs) (laughs) You guys thought that was going somewhere else, didn't you? I didn't know where that was going. Um, Based on where this podcast has been so far, (laughs) I wasn't sure where that was going. (laughs) She just has not been um, in a lot of great things lately. And I think she deserves more. And that scene alone where she got to cry on seeing she, Jack Bauer, and even when she heard that it was real and he did kill those Russians, she still loves him. And Tate Donovan is totally the mole, you guys. There's a mole. You know <laughs> oh, yeah. the mole. Oh, yeah. And it's totally Tate Donovan. I've been waiting for him to make a call to... Uh, to uh... Margo, yeah. To, yeah. to Kat Stark. To Kat, Kat Stark. Stark. But she's a crazy person, huh? Oh, my God. Let me just chop off my daughter's finger to make a point. It's insane. And then the daughter watching her husband die. Oh, yeah, my God. And the, the daughter is, like, super crazy I'm as crazy. well. Because she just got her well, finger that's because cut. she was conditioned to be that way. I mean, that whole finger chopping was part of that conditioning. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. didn't exactly snap her out of it. She was just, like, uh, still right there with Mommy. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. like you know, like this episode, I'm looking forward to the inevitable of Jack Bauer and... Uh, blanking on her name what's her agent name agent whatever um sarah yeah with their sarah inevi- walker yeah with their initial with their inevitable team up uh you well know, be- there's i mean spoiler alert there's promos out there with him in a black jacket like jack bauer's back in action yeah to you know to put them you know to put them back out and i'm, I'm looking forward to that i think we're probably you know given the way events have wrapped ramped up here i don't know maybe a couple more episodes before there's a time jump because the next episode is four to five yeah well you know you can't you can't really (laughs) have a a missile launched into something and set where people maybe you know what's going on and then jump a bunch of uh, well maybe they're maybe they're saving money so the time jump will be we won't even see the drone strike and then everything will be destroyed yeah (laughs) yeah It'll be like four hours later. Oh, Kate Morgan is her name. That happened. Yeah, Agent Agent Morgan. So I think we'll we'll probably see in a, in a couple episodes probably a, a t- the, one of the first time jumps or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm really enjoying the the show so far. Yeah, me too. Five episodes it's in. Just, it's been great to have it back, and I'm just so happy. Yeah, but I like the idea of it still being 24, but it taking place in half the time. Yeah, we won't get those stupid, you know, everybody, that's the thing, there was episodes when they would run 24 episodes, which I never disliked the show, and I'll never be, I will never turn my back on Jack Bauer, mm-hmm. but the point is, there were episodes where it was clearly, people were just, they were just moving into position for the big episode that was coming next, so, right. by running 12 episodes, everything can feel 
ramped up and important. Yeah. And they can Gosh. they can jump past those times where they're just filling space to fill out 24 hours. They yeah. can just yeah. jump ahead a couple Because even hours in and... the, you know, they prove that it's still like the real-time stuff. Because even when his voiceover was six minutes into the premiere, and it was like, this takes place between 12.06 and 1 p.m. Yeah. I still have never seen him go to the bathroom. Maybe that's why the... the... Or sleep. Now he'll get some chances. See, I thought they would just do it. Well, never mind what I thought. <laughs> that's that's what they should have is after the time, one of the, one of the time jumps, uh, the first scene should just be Jack Bauer walking out of a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> or like, from behind a tree or something. Yeah. It's like, man, he's been in the can for two hours. <laughs> Maybe they should do a web series. Maybe he goes to the bathroom on our commercial breaks. So even when yes. it's real, it's real, guys, I don't know what's going to happen. We need to take a five-minute commercial break. Now's my chance to pee. <laughs> like, I think that's what happens. You that's crazy. what I choose to believe. And he uh, um, uh, grabs a little snack and then uh, is ready to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm good to go. Let's get back into the tension. I will say, I've seen people, um, like, saying that they, I, I haven't seen anyone say that it wasn't a good return to the show, that people don't like it, et cetera. Like, when, uh, when it first started, people were doing a lot of it. Do we need Jack Bauer? And I was like, I don't care if you need Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer's great. It's fun to have him back. And I Bauer. think that people are excited that he's back, and his show is actually great still. Yeah, is it doing well? Uh, pretty solid, yeah. It was yeah, huge okay. the first night. It was like 9 million viewers, which okay, for Fox yeah. is pretty good. But yeah, these days, it's it's so hard to tell. I mean, it's doing it's still doing pretty well. Numbers wise, but I'm sure, I'm sure it has pretty solid uh, numbers if you you start adding in like the plus three or plus seven data. Mm-hmm. I'm sh- I'm sure that it's still probably around, you know, the nine million that watched it. It it just seems odd to me that you know nine million people would have watched it and then been like, yeah, I don't really want to watch ten more of these. You know, like <laughs> they may not be watching it live on the night but I, i'm pretty sure they're probably most of them are actually watching somehow yeah okay. i don't know i'm just really happy it's back okay all right um and our other show on primetime is orphan black season two episode seven knowledge of causes and secret motion of things was that last and, night that was last night did you watch i didn't it? see it yet so i'm i'm uh, gonna close my ears well then we probably shouldn't talk about it because a lot happened yeah well, go ahead it was one of those episodes that I wish I hadn't seen like uh, some of the tweets and things of oh you got to watch this episode is it you got to stay for the last five minutes and all that kind of stuff because I don't know I was less impressed by the last five minutes than I think I may have may have been had a yeah I was less impressed with the last five minutes too because I kind of knew what was coming but I just well, the thing I want to keep saying about Over Black is that I just love how Tatiana Maslany is amazing. Oh my God, she's so good. Like, this isn't spoiling anything big by saying that she got to play Sarah playing Allison. My favorite part in there is (laughs) playing, playing she goes, goes, is is this Allison playing, or is this me playing Allison playing Donnie? And then Donnie's like, (laughs) who are you? Wait, who are you being? Oh my God, there's a role playing scene that's amazing. That was such, like, a great line of the, you know, just sort of a shout-out to the, like, yeah, this is what I do. I do so-and-so playing so-and-so playing so-and-so. Yeah, it was uh, great. That was, I, I thought that line was great. 
there was also the scene inside where the husband walks in and they're both there and you yeah. find out more about what he actually knows about what's going on and how so much I still actually have no idea and how much of a complete idiot the guy is yeah and it's still with the I, I'm sort of with Sarah like uh, are you gonna where Siobhan says you you know you trust me and she's like no <laughs> it's like I still don't know who exactly uh, to trust in this uh yeah uh, this whole situation, and Rachel definitely seems to be kind of in, indoctrinated into the her position. I really felt for Rachel today. Yeah, that she she got she found out that her you know father wasn't dead, and also had to release the guy that actually did raise her after he she thought that. Uh, yeah. You know, so they did a lot of that, but yeah, she had uh, she had some great stuff in this in these things where. Just watching when the scenes transition from she's playing Allison and it's not just the way they have her dressed and everything. She just she embodies a whole nother character. She it it really I mean, I don't know how many times you can say it, but it feels like there's a whole nother person there. Yeah. And that they that they've completely switched off. And I don't know. It just uh, I it's just really good. There's a lot of interesting things happening, but. It really is driven by this one central great performance with a continuing kind of interesting mystery unfolding around what's, you know, what's going on here. Yeah. And, you know, the other policewoman who I can't uh, stand. I want, to, I want her to be killed. So <laughs> something, something needs to, uh, to happen to her. Well, I mean, honestly, I think that if she knew what was going on instead of being annoying and trying to figure out what was going on. Like, if they could bring her into Clone Club, then I think I wouldn't hate her. But she's just trying to undermine everything, and she's just getting in the way. That's annoying to me. It's just annoying. Just part of the bad guys. Just part of the bad guys. Yeah. They have, the like, the Prolethians, then they have Dyad, and then they also have to have a cop. You know, like, they're sort of the good bad guy still out there. They have to have multiple, you know, multiple things to cause problems throughout the... Yeah. Uh, throughout the episodes. I would like Patrick Adams to come back with Helena. Yeah. That, last week's episode, how... Uh, so that the, the whole The whole car trip, that was great. It's nice to see them as Cestros yeah. instead of, you know, at each other's throats. Right. Well, the scene where they're in the truck together... Oh, my God. And, and not only her acting and doing both those parts and being completely two different people, because you really sort of... You don't... You don't, you don't, like, when I nope. watch it, I don't sit there and think, oh, look at, she's being two different people. I really nope. think they're two different people. I do the same thing. And and the way they film it, it doesn't look like, remember those old shows when you'd have somebody acting opposite, or you should, could almost see they the like line. past each other, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could, yeah, yeah. And it's so seamless. Yeah, it's the like, technology that they use and the stand-in that they use to, yeah. to create both but like when they were when they were arguing over the radio and when she was singing and everything, that was so fun and cute yeah. and sisterly and you know. Uh, talking about like them filming against each other, there's a scene, just a, a small thing, when Sarah and Allison are together in this week's episode. Allison rips a headband off of Sarah's head, and it's and it's Tatiana Maslany ripping a headband <laughs> off of her own head, <laughs> and it's just like it's like there's two people. There are right. two people playing two characters. She's genius. 
Yeah, they they do a really good job of filming those scenes twice, one with the stand-in, and mm-hmm. then the way they can overlay. Yeah, it's just great. And the way that they make sure that the stand-in is hitting the right marks, so that and, and they then, were in front of a mirror for this whole scene. I'm thinking about there was a mirror doing the exact same yeah. thing. Oh. <laughs> and then to make sure that you know that you're doing the same thing that the other person did when you switch roles. Yeah. Oh. Can't imagine. Well, the camera is computerized and it follows their, it remembers their movements and everything. So the camera moves in the exact same way, oh, which sure. is which is so that uh, that helps. So you don't have to have some guy just like right. But the, yeah, but they also set it up that when they're when they reverse it out, they'll set it up saying, "Okay, wait," and they're like looking at the overlay, you know, over the screen and going, "Okay, you need to move your arm yeah. and start here," and uh, so that it, you're they're matching it up. I mean, just the and just the time involved in making these shots right, uh, you can see the care that they take in in doing it, and the way that the technology is advanced mm-hmm. to do so. Anytime you get the shot, you know, like you said, uh, where you end up with not just them looking at, at each other, but you see them looking at each other, not you see from behind one looking at the other one and then the uh, over the shoulder the other way you see them looking at each other and then they go a step farther and have them interact and actually touch each other and do things where but where it's not like a cutaway to like a hand on a shoulder it's i honestly don't know what's going on in this show in the best way (laughs) i don't know where it's gonna go or what's gonna happen and i love that but in an interesting way that you don't feel like yeah that you don't feel like you're completely lost or have exactly. no clue uh, what's going on. It's, it's a just truly a sense of I honestly don't know where this is going to take yeah. us. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's plenty of other shows uh, that are doing things where you're just lost because you have not because <laughs> not in the same way. You're just lost. You have no idea what they're trying to tell you. Like that, you don't know where they're trying to to lead you or what the show means or anything this at least you have you know you kind of have an idea of who's good who's bad you know what the overarching you know goals are of various characters and you don't know where things necessarily are going to play out to or what the overall thing is but you you feel lost in the way that you're supposed to in that they haven't uncovered all of the mystery yet Uh, not that you have no just absolutely no clue what the heck's going on as as some other things are doing but yeah, can't uh, can't say enough about uh, Orphan Black. It's probably one of the shows right now that I actually could do a show a week just based on that one show. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. There's only like yeah. a handful of shows, like you know, like a Hannibal or or uh, you know maybe even like the Americans or something like that, where there's like enough stuff that you could actually talk for a really long time about all the stuff that's going on in an episode. Yes. So Orphan Black, we're all loving it. I can't wait to see where it goes. The end. The end. Reality for this week, I'm just talking about MasterChef, because I don't remember if I watched anything else. Uh, I like MasterChef. Graham looks great. He had, I think, sleeve gastrectomy, um, and which is, is an interesting. Uh, it's not lap band. It's not gastric bypass. It's it's like they put a sleeve on your stomach. It's interesting. Um, but he looks great. Uh so that's good for him. He seems healthier. Uh, but I don't love that it initially, like it started right away. Oh, I can talk about something you can ask him. I don't love that it started right away 
with the top 30. I usually, and I really like the cooking, because there, in previous seasons, there have been two or three episodes of people auditioning to get to that top 30 to get an apron, and this year they started with 30 people who were trying to get an apron. Um, so it just had a different setup. Uh, yeah, so I, I just think that Gordon Ramsay's great on the show, because he's stern, but he also doesn't belittle people. Like... Like, he does on his other shows, he makes those chefs on, like, Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares and stuff, he makes them feel bad. But he does MasterChef in a way that he's trying to also teach, because MasterChef are home cooks versus people who should be trained chefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he understands how to kind of handle that. I just really enjoy it, and I'm glad it's back. And then So You Think You Can Dance... I don't like that Justin Bieber's involved this season. Is he in the I whole season, or was it just the first episode? It's going to be a couple episodes, because he's going to, like, every... There's going to be, like, a dance crews uh, that are competing to, like, through Twitter to be on the finale or something like that, and you have to vote, so they're going to have him involved in every episode. Actually, I don't know if it's every episode, but, God, he is just such a charisma suck. He's terrible. <laughs> and... I like Jenna Elfman as a guest judge because she's actually a dancer. I've heard she's not really a nice lady in real life, but uh, she seemed nice on the show. And Mary's as crazy as ever, and Nigel's as skeevy as ever, and they finally let the one guy whose dad died come through. (laughs) That's the end of that one. I was like, you're going to make me... Which only people who have seen the show will know what you're talking about. Right, so there's this guy, Luke says, last year he danced on stage, and they didn't accept him, but they liked him, and his dad danced with him. And then between last year and this year, his dad died in some tragic accident. So he came back without his dad, and he was all sad, and then he cried. And they were like, you can go to choreography. So then he goes to choreography, and he doesn't do well in choreography. So they're like, we're pissed off. You have to go home. So he comes back to the next city because he's like, I'm not giving up. And then he dances again, and he dances better, and they love him. And they still send him to choreography. <sighs> and then the previous, like, for the after the commercials, they're like, it makes it seem like he once again was going to get kicked off, but he made it to the L.A. things. Okay. So that's my t- reality. That's it. I'm sure that I'm sure I'll remember more, but that's about it for now. And then TV recommendations. I don't really have one. All right, I have one. My recommendation oh. Oh. is uh, we want to save Kurt's super special. <laughs> I actually, I'm actually the reason I did that because I've now changed my mind. So. <laughs> okay. I was, I wasn't sure what to what to recommend. So I was, I was, you know, first day of the month. So I was looking at uh, what DVDs are coming in June, and the first thing I came across was the Glades, and then that just made me sad because while I really like the show, can't really recommend it because it has such a crappy because ending. Of the ending. <laughs> because it has the worst possible ending uh, ever. Jim didn't die. He went to USA. Especially for <laughs> what happened. Especially for a, a, a four-season show. A four-season show. The finale of the fourth season. Wasn't it Matt Passmore's character who gets yeah, shot? Yeah, he's the lead. It has him get shot. You know, he's about to go get married. Uh, he's, you know, last second doing some stuff at the house that he's he's bought to surprise, you know, the wife or his wife-to-be. Uh, it's the house she's always wanted. And uh, somebody comes in and shoots him. And he's laying there. The other guy from the, you know, the medical examiner, his best man, is calling him on the phone, and his phone's ringing, and he's laying there bleeding to death, and it fades to black, 
And then a couple weeks later, Amy announces the show's canceled. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you didn't know until a couple of weeks later when the show got canceled that he actually died. Yeah, yeah, that's that's when you find out. Oh, apparently he died. Uh, he's uh, the it show's over, and he's uh, resurrected as a wannabe Jiglo over on yes, exactly <laughs> on USA Network. But anyways, so looking through the rest of the stuff, True Detective season one comes out on Blu-ray and DVD on the tenth. And so, if you were somebody that didn't have uh, HBO and didn't steal it off the internet, it comes out on DVD uh, next week and is worth watching. Definitely, for the Matthew McConaughey performance uh, above anything else, but uh, definitely worth McConaughey. checking out. All right, we've been waiting all episode for this, Kurt. All right, well, it's probably not going to be as exciting as all that. <laughs> well, much like much like when they advertise, you got to wait for the last five minutes. It usually yeah. ends up being much less spectacular right. that way. I have chosen. Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, season four premiere, June, 20, uh, June 19th on Crackle, and at comediansandcarsgettingcoffee.com. That's the one with Seinfeld talking to comedians in the car, drinking yeah, those coffee. Are, those are pretty good. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Cool. All right. Talk about a charisma suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's our show. Is that it? Yeah, you can find links to the news stories we talked about and the recommendations we made, as well as where to find Kurt online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 229. Let us know what shows you're most looking forward to this summer in the comments on the show notes, or drop us an email to the feedback at tvtimes3.com. I want to give say a thank you to Laurie for her email about episode 228, uh, the CW and the cheesecake. We can tell you later where to send that cheesecake. And we were glad to we were able to uh, keep you company while you were making yeah. that cheesecake. Uh, yeah. All three and a half hours of the podcast last week. That cheesecake might have been overcooked <laughs> well it, it uh-huh. might have been the preparing of the oh, cheesecake the, the cooking of the cheesecake and, the, yeah, and then so, the eating of the cheesecake an hour cheesecaking does cheesecaking <laughs> cheesecaking yeah, yes that's take like an hour to cook so. that is that is what you call uh, making a cheesecake is uh, cheesecaking yeah. i like it we'll, we'll go with that but also interesting what she said about uh, i i haven't really paid much attention to like the cw as network that it is but that in places, sometimes the CW isn't that great of a broadcast signal, but yet the cable channels and everything like that uh, just rebroadcast what you get in your area. So her thought was that maybe people don't watch the CW as much just because it looks really crappy in their area. Uh, that everybody, every CW channel doesn't necessarily have like a strong HD channel or, you know, HD broadcast or something. So could be possible. Because uh, that was one of the things we wondered on the show is you know, what is it about you know CW shows even though they've had some and and do right now have some really good shows that they don't seem to break out into you know even a f- you know five million viewers or something like that on a on a night. But anyways, thank you, Lori. Yes. For the email. Next week, Jason will be joined by Danielle Turciano at Danielle TB- TBD. I say that backwards every time I say it out loud. And Emma Loggins from Fanbolt.com. And they'll be talking about the Atlanta Television Festival, the ATX. Uh, the opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And now I need to go do laundry and mow my yard. 
I need to go to work. Ugh, have fun with that. Uh, bummer. I'm looking forward to talking about ATX next week. Uh, it's something I think about putting on my schedule for next year to uh, uh, to go down to to Austin and yeah. and hang with the hang around and go to different TV panels and stuff like that. It looks like a lot of fun. It does. I say that all the time, and then I just never do it. <laughs> I mean, I like, just didn't do it this season. But I keep all seeing right. like more and more people are going. Like it's getting, you know, it's actually it's getting like bigger and bigger. Be too many people, and then. Yeah, I know. It, by the time you go, it'll be like everybody will be talking about, oh, remember when this was a small, intimate gathering and it was yeah, so Remember much when this was just about the TV, you guys? <laughs> All right, I'm going to do my yard. All right. Bye. All right. Well, thank you uh, both. Thanks. And, uh, Thanks. Bye. See you in uh, 60 See you days. Yes. Uh, Comic Con. Gosh, isn't it even? It's less than 60 days, isn't it? It's a. Uh, yes. It seems super soon. I can't believe it's June already. We sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.